information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. everybody thank you so much for joining us you know it's going to be richard and me me and richard my name has to come first it's cindy. yeah it comes in that order cindy and richard uh today so we've got a lot of different things to talk about and you just won't believe but anyway we have to first of all before anything else thank our sponsor wooten financial group and that phone number is 936 936- Four four nine five nine five two. Did you see me look down at the paper? No, I got it. Okay, and but here's they here's what they are. They're an independent fiduciary, which means they always put the client first. Advisors with professional advice to help you put the pieces of your retirement puzzle into place. And their key services are income tax, estate investment, and insurance planning. And that's our sponsor. Those are people are our sponsor. Chris Wooten is the guy that this is named after, and he is a fabulous person. I don't we love Chris Richard? Yeah. Okay. Sure, we sure. Do you we think can. that was sure. a too strong a word, love? No, we <laughs> we really do because uh, Chris has always been there. He's supported us. He was a sponsor when I was over at the other studio, and uh, he. He's back because I'm back. And so he's um, he's a great guy and love for you to give him a call and let him help you with your finances. That would be fabulous. If you want to just go first to the website, it's Wooten Financial, W-O-O-T-T-O-N Financial dot com. OK, so there you have all the ways to get to him and find out about him. It's funny, Richard, because in any business today. You can stalk the person you're going to have to talk to on the phone or you're going to have to do business with. And it's so, I don't know, it's not like I used to be. You used to have to go to that place, you know, and go in and set up a meeting and go see, talk to the person. But now you can get into all their business and you can probably find their, you know, their Facebook and then you get to know their wives and children and all that before you ever even meet them. Isn't that strange to you? Maybe it's not to you, because well, I mean, it's all the information they themselves put out there. Well, no, I mean, no, they want them to come and and find out about them, but it's just weird that you, as somebody from the outside, you know, can go and find out everything about them. You know where they. That's if they put it out there, though. Yes, they do. I mean. I mean, but, it's kind of like you're putting up a sign. I hope no one reads it. No one ever says no, that. No, no, no. I know they want them to read it. But it's just funny. So when they first meet, when they have that first meeting, oh, yeah. then they're going to be oh, sitting I, there you talking. You like martinis because I see you drinking them all the time yes. on the social media. Yeah. yeah. You have four kids, <laughs> Harry, Larry, and, and Mo. And, you know, you really need to be nicer to your mother-in-law. It's really. Yeah. It, it the way you look at her. You. Yeah, it's just, you know. Just be nicer yeah. to her. She's like 70-something, so be nice. Uh, but they know all about you, and you know, as the owner of this company, know nothing about them. So it's it's just a strange relationship. And you're the guy that's in the, you know, you're the important guy in the conversation. The I know the customer is important, but, I mean, you're the guy that has all the knowledge and that everything that they want is from you. And, um, but they... You know nothing about them, so you have to drag all that stuff out of them. Okay. Well, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Well, I mean, if you think about, there's two things that have, I think changed drastically in the way we communicate, especially for businesses. It's like I remember back in the day, growing up, like my grandfather always had his financial advisor. Yes. Like they had dinner together frequently. Like my dad still calls him because he's like part of the family quotes. 
Right. So like we send them birthday cards. We call them on <laughs> really? Christmas, invite them to the yeah, like other people too, like the lawyer, like the family lawyer, and like the people who you. Well, how nice. But today, no. But I bet people still do that. But today, not really. Well, let me text them. Yeah, well, that's another thing. There's like 15 ways to communicate to somebody, and yeah. everyone expects you to answer. So it's like, oh, you didn't see my Facebook message? It was like, I mean, I might have. Yeah. Now, now, who do you think is better at answering a text? Your your text, like, do I answer it better, or do you think you answer my text better? Oh, you, your texts are better, I guess, because I'm like, stop bothering me. Yeah. I mean, I... I get the cold shoulder from a text. This is so weird. Yeah. Well, when you I, text I me at 11 p.m., Cindy, I'm like. I have never yeah, texted you, have. you at yeah, 11 yeah. p.m. And you, you, always, ever... you always call me during bowling, too. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> answering this phone call right now. You mean you stand there, standing yeah, I, at the bowling and look no, at the I don't, thing? No, I don't even answer my wife's phone calls. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I understand that. She takes top priority, yes. Yeah. But and she I still just gets stand... mad. Can you believe that? Well, tell her that's. Well, how'd she like to be second in getting a, a text back? But yeah. do you do you stand there like you're waiting for the ball to come up and then the call, I call and you look at it and then you put it, just put it back in your pocket and go like, she's driving me crazy. She won't. Oh, I don't have my phone me. on me while I'm bowling. It's on like in my bag. And oh, so I'll check, okay. I'll check it when we have like a break and I'm uh-huh. like, I don't have time to call anybody right now because we're about to start again. <laughs> So it's just I can't imagine you. Do you wear one of those shirts? Yeah, that has the thing down the sides. Got, well, no, we have different shirts depending on the team. What does it say on it? I mean, it just depends on the team name. How many teams are you on? Well, through the years, we try to get jerseys every time. Well, are do y'all have like um like one of our buddies' girlfriends made a shirts. Uh, and so that was it's just a regular t shirt, so it's not like a jersey. And then uh my uh the owner of three hundred, when you're on his team, he likes to make you like bowling shirts. So you'll have like the they're logo. They're not embroidered, are they? Yeah. That Oh no, they're not. Yeah, I'm Diamond Dick. Your yeah. name is Diamond Dick? Yeah. On the back of the shirt it says Diamond Dick and that cool <laughs> font. I love it. I love bowling there. It's it's a lot of fun when you have a jersey because it's just you just it's ridiculous, but they have fun with it though. That's what I like. Yeah, I bet. I'm, I bet you get a lot of attention. It is did he? Um, what do you call it? bedazzle the? No, no. Okay. Well, my the the uh, the girlfriend shirt. She bedazzled my name. It says Dick on the front, and it's like in glittery, uh, like that. Oh, I got that. Cause hey. I'm a team captain. That's Nobody what, else has a glitter. No, no one else has the glitter. And they call you. They call I you. Just call me Dick on that team. I okay. don't have a name. Okay. Because on that other team, we were the Diamond Dogs. The Diamond Dogs. Yeah. Oh, cute. That's so cute. That's what I was wondering if you had like a, you know, a name for the team. Um, well, like one team we're on, we were called the Dick Taps. The what? The Dick Taps. Dick. Yeah, like my name and like you're tapping the pen. Tapping the pen. Yeah. Where where tapping we'll, the pen come from? Well, because there's like a there's a style of play called like no taps, like a game. Like, oh, the pen. Like the I'm pen. thinking P E N. Okay, pen. P I N. But All when right. we would go play in tournaments, they wouldn't let us do that. They wouldn't. Yeah, we're called the D taps on like the roster Good. sheet and stuff. <laughs> because I can't even call you yeah, no, that uh, name. Yeah. So I called him Richard. <clears throat> Richard. What's your middle name? Price. Price. Now you're people are gonna look me up now. What? They're gonna find me on the internet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right, but the fact that you live at 422. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, um, that start that cool. conversation started with what? A, I don't know why I started that conversation with you. Oh, we were talking about being nice to your mother-in-law, yeah. and we're talking about being sweet to your wife, and your wife is graduating. Yeah, she graduates tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, and she's gonna be an RN. Oh my word! The RNs are everything. They do everything. Mm-hmm. You want your RN there and tell you, you you tell your doctor, would you go get the RN? I need to speak to. Yeah. Her. But I, you know, it's just an RN is the thing to be. That's great. But they don't get paid as much as the doctor, though. No. They didn't go to school as long. No. But it's just. But they know everything that the doctor knows. 
I think the way I, from what I understand it, is the doctor is the medical care planner, and the nurses and the nurse staff execute the care plan. Uh, but... It's like when the doctor comes sees you yeah. while you're in the hospital, he only right. sees you for like 25 minutes. Seconds. It takes, okay. it takes all the de- the data and everything that's been happening, and then he goes back into his office, and he's like, all right, this I got to figure out how to improve this scenario. And the nurses give their insight on the actual day-to-day care. It's like, oh, we noticed that his blood dropped or blood pressure dropped on these times of the day, and it's like, okay. Have you been in the hospital many times? No, I just know how hospitals work. Well, the thing that's weird. It's all scam. It's all, it's all voodoo. It's all voodoo. Yeah, it's rub some crystals on you. You're good. Just rub some crystals on him. Okay. Uh, so anyway, what I was going to say was, is that they ask you three or four times, they bring that, they roll in the computer. Yeah. And they start asking you all the questions and you answer all the questions. Yeah. And then another person comes in with the same looking type computer and all and they start asking you the same questions and i said but didn't you didn't they already input it that in the system no that's another system and so anyway what how are you feeling today and they they go through all the other questions again well, i don't get it's all accountability but there's so much legal background work going on at hospitals like that's probably all accountability right there well it because they're trying to it's probably aggravating. prove, like, hey, we did the same thing three times, but she, on the fourth time, she changed her answer. <laughs> oh, great. So we can't get sued because she doesn't know what's going on. It, it happens all the time, this, and you have to understand, like, not every patient's like you. Some patients, like, refuse care, and they're like, okay, well, your, your leg's going to fall off if you refuse. I don't want to be in a hospital. Okay, well, can you sign this piece of paper acknowledging that we offered we you tried. care? I mean, it happens yeah. all the time. So, and everyone is accountable there. Like you can, they get sued left and right all the time. So they Mm -hmm. have to do certain hurdles just to protect themselves. And they probably asked you, uh, was it a different person who asked you the question? Yes. Yes. It's probably because that individual nurse has a license to her name. And so she did her job and the new nurse comes in and is like, well, I don't want to base my license on that nurse's. She's a bad nurse. So I better do this correctly. (laughs) Happens all the time. What's that called when you redundance? It's what it it seems like. It just yeah, they keep things going might, over things over and might over have changed. Again. I don't know. I mean, well, because you know how much documentation hospitals do every day for per patient. I what mean, do you I, mean, like they the, like the nurses document everything they do and observe. Oh right. Yeah. Right. So, so and they have to be very thorough. They can't just use slang words and it's not like a text message. Like they have to write out like paragraphs of what they've done. It's worse than police reports, right? Yeah, because when you go to court with them, they can print those out and say, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what they wrote. Well, I mean, I I certainly appreciate them, and I appreciate the hard work, but it just it seemed like once they've asked that question, and it's a mundane question. I mean, they just yeah. keep asking How the same How are you feeling ones. from a scale mm-hmm. of 1 to 10? Oh, those faces just cracked yeah. me up. Um, and I never know, I never know the answer to that because— there's some psychological thing behind it. I forget what it is. Because it's not like if you say one, they're going to give you drugs. You know? It's like pain's pain. Yeah. And I think they know that. Well, if they, when it says, it goes from one to ten, though. And so and if maybe you it's say more s- of like what's your, your mental capacity at the moment? <laughs> oh, no, Dad. Because if I that. say like, oh, I'm a zero, that means like I'm ready to die. Like this has hurt so much. Just. I can't make the right decision because I'm a zero. No. Why are you? I thought 10 was the worst. Or whatever it was. I don't know. Okay. So if you're. You think I talked to them? Like, no comment. But you're married to an RN now. Oh, yeah. So you should know all this stuff. Doesn't it make you feel safe so that Holly would be able to know what it would Oh, it's a a double-edged sword. It's a a double-edged sword. Oh. Because it makes me feel safe, but then if anything happens, it's always. 14 times bigger deal than, like, oh, I got a paper cut. Oh, you got to do this, 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 this. And then that finger for, fall off. for the next three days, we have to do this, this. Then I'm like, okay. I love you. Thank you. So you don't do it, do you? Well, I don't tell her if I'm hurting. No. Why would I? That's Now, now that's uh, growing up, I remember not to tell my mother 
that I have a cough. I try and stifle the cough or the sneeze. I'd go in another room because she would give us Argerol. You don't know what Argerol is, do you? You've never heard of that, have you? your blood or something? Bloodletting? No. How far back are we going? We're going back to the 50s. Okay. And and this was a, a drug that... New knock you, you out? It was kind of like iodine. It looked like iodine, and it t- that's what it tasted like. I don't think it was, I mean, that's probably poisonous, but, I, I, but I'm... I mean, that's... It was some kind of elixir that a guy in a wagon like came it. by. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. But it was... It, it, people out there my age will remember our draw. Anyway, she would give us this stuff. Every time she'd make a sniff it up our nose, you know, or gargle with it or whatever. And you didn't want to do that. So you just never gave her any symptom to work on because that's what she would do until she got that, until she figured it out and it w- and you were cured. She wouldn't let up. So I imagine that somebody that's an RN that has an RN next to their name would uh, would do the same thing. But they have knowledge. She has a lot of skills and knowledge. Yeah. So... Uh, I think it's, you know, it's like, it's I think like it's a having great thing. a policeman. Like if you were married to a policeman, you would feel safer. Except they're always gone taking care of other people <laughs> that's other than that. The one time I needed you. What? What did you say? Like the one time I needed you. Oh. They broke into our house. <laughs> you know, that would be sad. That would be really sad. Yeah. Don't even talk about that. Because this, this stupid um, case about the four college students that were killed. And they can't find the guy. It's it's so sad, and it's making this whole town so nervous. But I, it seems like because the things that they put out of, on this case, that it it will calm people down, and you start feeling like they're just saying that they don't know where this guy is. This guy could be anywhere. They even know who it is. No, they don't know who it is, and they've got one snapshot screenshot of his car. They're pretty sure this is the car, and this is the guy that yeah. did it, uh, leaving at 3.45 in the morning. at a uh, He was at the gas station that was near where this killing happened. And so they feel like that's the guy. It has to be him. So that whoever owns that kind of car, they're going to be stopped so many times. I just wonder if that's the way the police do it. If you, could, if you just have an image of the car, you don't know the license plates or anything like that, but would you... If your car resembled the car that the murderer was in, you'd be stopped all the time, right? Yeah. That's sad. That's that's scary. He could put a sign up in his car, I'm not the murderer, or something like that. And then you'll but, definitely get pulled over. Well, if you if you had a car like that, you wouldn't. I'd stop driving it for a while until they found the guy. But this is this is so interesting because they they get little snippets of stuff and the. And they're nothing, but they this there were like six college students in this house, and they said the door had been left open for hours, so they kind of they didn't lock the doors, and that's scary. Or they they kept the doors open because they knew it was coming over. We got to do the Who Done It thing again. That was so much fun with Bob Berry and mm-hmm. and Denny. That was I don't think Bob will do anything except. He's uh, vacationing and having a good time and enjoying his retirement. So nobody wants to come back out of retirement. Um, anyway, so I didn't tell you. Uh, we were off for like three, two days or something like that and during October. And I went to the Renaissance Festival and came back and I forgot to talk to you about it. Because I knew you were dying to know how I, how I did at the Renaissance Festival. What do you mean how you did how could you walk around all that place and it's not that bad it it is it's it there's so many different there's i mean it's there's dirt there's rocks there's you know you're always walking over different yeah level ground or unlevel ground but the people are so much fun i could just sit in one place the 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 grandchildren with me with their dates and they were like going everywhere they had a yeah. blast um but they and they all want to uh they all want to dress up next time the costumes and the, i mean do these people dress like this when they go home from work they take off their work clothes and put on these kind of clothes i think it's a mixed bag 
and they're very serious. They they have their hand on their sword. And like I remember going one year, and there were so many people in great costumes, and basically I saw someone take a picture of him, and he wanted a tip. Yes, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, does he work here? Like, do all these people work here? Or do they just travel around and go to these Comic-Con kind of things and get tips? Well, you know, the... the. Um, I mean, he's making... I mean, he had. he's probably making some money, but it's just... They do. You don't know if, you know, if they work there, if they're just fanatics. <laughs> and I think, that's, I think that's probably the scariest thing about the Renaissance Festival yeah. is when you go there, it's so spread out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like what they did was they bought this land and they're a commune. And they're like, hey, you get this section, you get this section, you take care of your section and we'll take care of our section. And so some sections look really great. But then like if you notice that like at the very front of the festival looks great. Mm-hmm. But like with the further back you go, it's like, oh, no one's been back here for 20 <laughs> years to repaint this village. Well, a lot of them won't use electricity because they want to be in the time that that was. There was no electricity, so they have candles and and stuff like that. And I'm going around trying to find some place to let me plug in my phone to recharge my phone. And they go, we don't do that. And I said, you know. And they say it in some accent. Oh, yes. Oh, my lady. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, that's what's scary about that place. Like, you have no idea who works there besides (laughs) the people in the booth. If they're real or what. Yeah, it's like, do you even work here? It's like, oh, no, man, I'm just hanging out. Yeah. And, like, like, I wonder if they have that problem. You know, like, you know, you watch the knights and they they hit each other and stuff off the horses and stuff. Right, right. What happens if someone dresses up as a knight and it's just like, (laughs) just just gets on there and like. And he's got a real sword. Is you with with us? (laughs) No, but I went up to this one place because my. uh, daughter-in-law says you've got to go get this steak on a stick and it's just amazing yeah, the food's amazing. really good there and so i went okay and so i walked up and these two um wenches you know come walking in and said hello it's so good to have you here please let us give you a steak on a stick you won't believe how wonderful it is yeah. and the other girl goes oh yes darling you've got to do it you've got to have this and so she's doing this and then the guy comes out around the back and goes hey you anybody need more meat cooked i can cook some more meat you want i said man you just ruined the whole vibe this yeah is the, these it's girls a fun experience I, I think it's it's, it's fun <laughs> It is, and they they do uh, a lot of them do all kind of yeah. accents. It is, but they really let their hair down on Some when the they costumes. go there on the costumes and everything because the, the costumes a lot of them are pretty revealing. Oh, that's that's what I meant. Like it's just yeah. It, again, it's like you don't know if they work there or not, so right? you can't get mad. It's like, <laughs> can you believe that what that dude was wearing? And it's like he probably doesn't even work here. He just. <laughs> Dresses up like a barbarian. Where do I report this nasty? Yeah. That oh, there's no place to report. It's Sorry, plausible deniability or whatever. It's like oh, <laughs> that just, guy doesn't work here. You just have to look elsewhere. It's just it's terrible. Yeah. But they it, it is it is an adventure, and you need to go at least once so that you can say you've been there. The kids love to go every every yeah. single. I mean, year. I would I would probably go every year if there was a group of people wanting to go. I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Now that would be that would be fine. I can see your group, yeah. you know, because and get your bowling group. What do they yeah, call? We'll just hang out and <laughs> get a turkey turkey leg and yeah, and y'all got all get wear some your, mead. You could all wear your shirts, your bowling yeah. shirts, and and go. No, do we that. go shirtless and we paint our bodies. And you paint your bodies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw that too. They did, they like to do that. <laughs> yeah. Be sure and tell me when you do that. When you go, that would be yeah. that would be a lot of fun to watch to be walking behind you. Yeah. There'll be some really good-looking girl in the mall, and like at the the mall, the, like the mall, the shopping mall, yeah, the shopping okay. mall. And if you walk behind behind them, it's so funny to watch the people's reaction, the guy's reaction, and why am I? Why, why would I be walking I just behind about, a girl? No, I said it. If I, I don't find somebody to walk behind. I'm just saying it's funny to be walking in the mall, and there's a really good-looking girl walking in front of you. And to watch all the all the guys kind of like oh look an occasional girl oh look but they're standing with their girl they're walking with their girlfriend and they want to look at this girl and it's just it's hilarious and they've got something on TikTok where um, 
a, a guy will go next to a girl and whisper while she's with her boyfriend yeah. and whisper something and then he runs off and the boyfriend, you know she's trying yeah. to restrain the boyfriend that's a weird thing they do I bet it's all real I th- you don't think it is I think it's it looks know. real the reaction looks real yeah, but, I, anything on TikTok is fake to me it is yeah okay. well I don't I don't like TikTok but people will send me TikTok I like reels and the reels used to sit on those reels for like an hour, and it's gone by. You know, I couldn't. I look yeah. up and I go like, an hour has gone by. What? How could that happen? But they, you get so into them, and they're fun to listen to look at. All right. You've never seen me on one, have you? No. Okay. Um, well, I don't think it's on there anymore. I think they took it down. So. That's good. <laughs> You're not so, you're not shocked? No. Everyone's on TikTok. No. No, I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, this one time I was with Holly and some guy came and whispered something to his ear and I beat the crap out of him. You did not. Yeah, she couldn't restrain me. His his joke didn't work. Oh I'm just kidding. Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> of all people <laughs> just I can just see you turning to Holly and saying, You should be flattered. You know, no. like don't be upset. It's just Depends on what he said to her, but if that really, if that would really happen, I would be like, "Your body, your choice. You can do whatever you want." <laughs> so I tell her that's my response to everything. Man, it's so funny because you were born in eighties, eighties, uh, yeah. And so for you to be born in the eighties and have that, you know, uh, Colorado type of, hey, that's the way it is. The way it is, and it's just. I think it would be different if I was a taller, stronger guy. Then I'd probably have more control. But it's just like I'm not an, I'm not an expert at you know, jiu-jitsu. Or, you know, I was kind of like, oh, that's the way it is. You just, you, I mean, it's not that, I mean, because you could, you know, decimate somebody if you had the right skills. But so you don't have to be a big, tall, you know, intimidating it's more of an, guy. It's more intimidation is what helps you. You think so? Oh, yeah, 100%. No. Yeah. Especially in the real world. Like, no one really knows each other, so they're like, oh, that guy's giant. I'm not going to mess with him. That is... Well, I, yeah. I guess that's true. And probably the first thing they'll do is apologize before anything happens. Oh, I'm sorry, man. He's like, well, what are you, what are you apologizing for? <laughs> I was just... I thought I was in trouble. You came into my proximity. <laughs> well, maybe if you... Maybe if you wore all black clothes... Well, and maybe I just have a... Uh, open carry. That, that yeah. will intimidate me. <laughs> if you would strap. Yeah. Well, I knew a guy like that, and it was so much fun to see him be like be in public with them because he's just because you know it's funny is if you look the part, they just assume you're an officer. Right. That's right. you're right. Yeah. Like if I had long hair right. and you know like my old look, people would be like, "Oh, that guy's not an officer. No, we do not like this guy. He's a psycho. He's a psycho, and he has a gun. Yeah, right. But then you know if you clean yourself up and you're wearing your shirt tucked in or something like oh that's yeah. a cop that's a cop and and you ha- it looks like you have a some kind of protective vest underneath it it's yeah but usually they're very bulk you know but here's a problem sam this drives sam crazy he said why is it that these officers are in cars chasing somebody when they get out of the oh, car they're, they're so thick i think that's the that they can't i think that's the police union they couldn't run or couldn't yeah like they that i know they have like a a stress test or whatever you want to call it like every year whatever you call it really like a, a conditioning test yeah but they probably lower the standards every year well do you think they make them run on a treadmill or do you no. think they give them a shot into their and it causes i mean I, I imagine there's so much red tape with that kind of stuff you know well, I mean, I feel bad for the policemen. I'm, I mean, I don't want them to fall over. Well, what's interesting bad. about it is, you know, you think there would be, uh, what you're trying to say is logical, right? But it's there are certain levels of the police department. For example, I imagine the SWAT team has to have a standard of conditioning. Like, there is no if ands, or buts. Like, you have to be in a certain physical condition. Yeah. But then, like, there's other parts of the forest where it's like, oh, you're just a patrolman. Your requirements are a lot lower. And so that that big thick guy will never be a SWAT person, right? But 
I would tie it That's into right. I would tie it into bonuses. That's how I would incentivize it because you don't want to hurt people's feelings, right? That's no, the, that's the today's no. world. So it's like, oh, hey, if you pass this physical test, you get a bonus. Right, right, yeah. Because um, but there's probably some legal loophole with that one too. Right. I'm so glad so. that you don't have those standards that we have to pass uh, yeah. to sit behind. A desk. Well, you know, the, the underlying tone of the Lone Star Community Radio is to see the ugly truth <laughs> of Montgomery County. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That's great. Um, but I, mean, I imagine b- police forces around the, the country have different standards. Right. So. Well, it just it bothers me sometimes when I see I see it. And oh, I think it's I think it's hilarious, but it's also kind of one of those things where you know, they probably were at one point a fit person when Stealth. they joined the yeah. force. And then it's like, oh, there's no rules. You can't fire me. So it's yeah. like, I'm, just gonna just let I'm literally eating donuts every day. <laughs> Is that where that, you think that's where that came from? Is the, the donut know. thing? Well, I mean, it's also something where you're in a job where you're probably sitting 80% of the time. Right. And the only time you really eat is you have 15 minutes to eat. So where are you mm-hmm. going to go get food? Dunkin' Donuts. Or something, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. Well, that's what that's what I, I worried about is the people that are in that line and they're expecting you to go chase the bad guy. And if you can't chase the bad guy, then... Well, isn't that why certain departments are like, we're not going to chase people? It's like, we're going to just it's, shoot them. I no, can, no. I the think bullet can get there faster no, I, than I want to say I was reading there are certain towns where it's like, that's the protocol. You don't chase people. Because you can endanger other citizens by the chase. Like a car chase, you mean? Well, just chase in general. Yeah. Like any chasing. There won't be any car chasing. There won't be... Yeah, no car chasing. Now, that... I certainly understand that because the car chase empowers or makes the... Well, I imagine the the technology balances it out. So, like, if you cause a robbery, right, and you have pictures, and they'll probably know who you are within a day. Like, there's a good chance, unless you're... Oh yeah, or, right. Like, yeah, there's a good chance. Like now, you know, you comment about those four students being murdered. Right. For some reason, they're having a hard time knowing if it was even a male or female. But I say most of the time when robberies or something like that happen, like oh, we don't need to chase them because we can literally find out where he is and they're gonna out themselves. Well, but see, it's been so long. It's been weeks. Now this guy could be anywhere. I mean, absolutely anywhere. Yeah. Or he could be staying right there in the waiting for the next attack. Yeah, you never know. Oh, it's so, that's so scary. Um, anyway, so I, I just wanted to to tell you about the about the Renaissance Festival because I knew you were interested. <laughs> yeah. In that, and um, no, the the best thing about the Renaissance Festival, if you ever go, is to find the people that spray themselves totally with. You know, with like silver, yeah, and, and they nude. stand there, and then they start moving. It's they're great. They are absolutely great. I that fascinates me. I could watch them do that all day. But the other is is that the people that um, will let's see what what what, the, what they're called. There's a lot. Shoot. Well, I think that's what's so neat about it is that the whole event is an event itself. Yes. yes. And you can do a lot of stuff there and still go back the next day and see something new. And, you know, like the shows, they have some really neat shows, like we said, the Knights, and then they have like the Hawk. Those are fun, the fire fire breathing guys. I knew the guys who did the the comedy show, the Mud Puddle or Mud mud Men. They would jump around in a mud pit and they would make jokes and. No, I've never seen, I've never seen that. I that was a while back. I bet they're retired. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the I mean, fairies aren't there like they used to be. You never know. You don't know. I think they because I, I think the way it works is there's so many Renaissance festivals around Texas, especially, and they work at different ones. Yeah. So it's not like oh they live in the on the campsite their whole life. They're probably traveling, and it's like oh we're gonna do the Texas Renaissance Festival in Magnolia this year. Yeah, sign us up. S- but they don't get paid. They probably get paid. You think? Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, they, the show. Yeah, the shows. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. they hire. Yeah, for the shows, but the because there's so many shows there. Can you imagine all the people that volunteer to do whatever 
they, they can do. They get paid. I, the volunteers don't get paid. I mean, don't you think they're... Well, volunteers are probably cleaning up trash. They're not sitting there putting a sword down their throat. Oh, yeah, true. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But I think that the, the people that do the uh, fire, yeah. swallow the fire and stuff, and and your friend did that? You, are you new? So I, th- you said I said you the mud, mud guys. Okay, but you didn't know anybody that did this. I, yeah. want, some, I want to ask someone, because they, they talk about the fluid they put in their... They put in their mouth, and then when they put the fire in there, and it and it lights it on fire, and I'm like, how yeah. do you, how do you do that without burning? It's, your... it's nice to know that carnival people still exist. True. I now I, this is what I used to do. I used to take the kids over to this carnival by our house, and I go, now this is what's going to happen. This is where you're going to work, and this is what you're going to look like if you don't go to college. Oh, really? That's yeah, mean. That was really mean. That was so mean. I. That was way back in the 70s when I would do that. Uh, But because I then I felt bad, that was very judgmental on my part. But I told the kids, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. And then you won't be doing that. Because that's, you know, they have to find a job that they can do and get paid that day. That's what they're looking for, is that day. Uh, Looking for that day's pay. You know what? I bet there's some wild stories from there. Some what? Wild stories. Violent? Wild. Wild. Yeah, violent. I, I think and violent, violent probably. Stories, yeah. And wild would be stories from that. Wouldn't you love to have a What do you call the circus people? Um, carnies. Carnies. Yeah, to have a carny on and, and talk about yeah. what the life was like in, at the carnival. Uh, probably people wouldn't go to a carnival if they heard maybe some of that stuff. You know, the thing, how, how stupid you feel when you get old enough to realize you'll never get that loop, that little rubber loop over the... Over the bottle cap or whatever. Yeah, the bottle cap, whatever. That it wasn't ever meant to be. I remember... You can't do that. We went on vacation and we went to a theme park somewhere, I want to say like the Northeast. And I was too small to ride the rides at the time. So my mo- my mother took me and we played some of those games while the rest of my family. Well, I ended up winning a giant Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Oh my word! Like, I'm talking probably bigger than a suitcase because the reason I knew that is my parents refused to let me bring it on the plane because it was huge, and I remember fighting them so much. I was like, I earned this. Can we mail it home? Like, how do I get this home? It's like, well, we can't carry that onto the airplane. Well, it's bigger than you. You left it there at the airport? I forgot. I think because we were visiting uh, friends, and I think they mailed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it a blow-up thing? No, it was, like a st- it was like one of those giant stuffed animals. So you couldn't... Like, I uh, couldn't... I could barely pick it up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was really funny. My parents, they were trying to figure out how, what to do. Like, how do we not disappoint him? I mean, he did win it. And it was one of those one in a million things. You know, it's like he got the ring on it. It's like, what do we do here? How in the world? You got the ring, one of the rings? It's on? one of those things, yeah. Uh, that's. It's one of, yeah, like I hit that one golden cup or something. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Ooh, that's, so, oh, that's great. It was really funny. How much money I spent. Trying to shoot, I thought I was really good. I thought I could shoot really well, and I sit there. And Sam told me later, he said, "No, those are not meant for you to get anything. And if they give somebody a a, a gun that will shoot straight, they they want people to think they can get, you know, they can do the same thing, and then you I never guess. do. So." There's always strategies to those kind of games. I bet I bet with YouTube you can look it up real fast, like especially like shooting the star out. With a BB gun, you ever seen that game where you have, the, you have the BB gun that shoots like a lot of pellets? Yeah. And you have to shoot out the star, make the, all the black disappear. I bet there's some strategy how to go. No, I just I just love the one like at um, the the pizza place, Incredible Pizza, that has the setup like an old farm house, and the guy is rocking in the chair and oh, the yeah. dog and stuff, and so you shoot all these different things. That was fun. And you could actually do it, but it was just a laser shot. Like yeah. I mean, if you just yeah. keep shooting, it's going to happen. But I, those thought those were fun. I like that a lot. This is. Do they does the Renaissance Festival have those? Do they have those kind of games there? Not that kind. Okay. No, that was at uh, 
Well, I don't think they have any games like that, do they? They don't have like ring toss or anything, do they? No. This is, I'm, I was talking about like at a fair. Yeah, I'm talking about because yeah. they have the county fair here in Montgomery County, so they have those kind of games there. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, and they and the in a, wouldn't you be afraid to ride the roller coaster at one of those things? Oh yeah, that's because they set it up so fast and. Yeah. I mean, I was always scared to even ride them at Six Flags. And Six Flags had that, it was all wood uh, yeah, the roller coaster. Yeah, ro- uh, Tycoon. A ro- typhoon? I forgot what it was, yeah. And it was fun. And when it would come around that edge, it and would rattle go, real heavily. And it ra- yeah. You could hear the rattle. And s- one time, the the first day they opened. I, well, you know what's scary about that, though, Cindy? Is what? you know eventually something's going to happen. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm buying this theme park, and it's like, you know, the insurance guy's like, you know, just letting you know, something's <laughs> going to happen. Like, don't know when, what, when, where, how, what, but just to let you know. You know when that kid went down that slide, the water slide, and blew out of it. Okay. And now they have a net over yeah. when you go go down. It's not as scary now anymore to do it. In Galveston, it was. Yeah, one water park in Galveston. I always, I mean, it's gonna happen. This, yeah. But I mean, I enjoy one. rides. Like Holly doesn't like rides, but I enjoy rides a lot. You do? Yeah. Oh, the, well, she probably doesn't like like the carnival the rides. rides. I'll ride the carnival rides. For they sure. make you sick. The, yeah, I might ride all of them. They never make you sick. Yeah. Oh man, those things and where it put the um, gravity pits put you up against the wall and you can't. You can't move yourself. I remember out. one time it was actually it was during my bachelor party. We we rented a house in Seguin, Texas, on the river, and for some random reason, there was like a water park in Seguin, and they had one roller coaster ride. And one of my buddies like, "Hey, do you want to go?" It's literally ten minutes away from the house. Like, do you want to go check it out on like the day everyone's leaving? I was like, "Yeah, let's go." So we all I think there was like five of us. We went. And we get on the roller coaster. No one's in line, and we get done with it. And he's like, "Can we go again?" And he and the guy's like, "Well, y'all can just keep going until y'all want to get off." I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." Oh man! I think we ro- we rode it like seven times in a row. Were y'all standing up? And no, it was one of those. It was a wood one, like an old school roller coaster. But like after the seventh one, that's when I got out of the car. I was like, "Yeah, I can see how people get sick." But then again, we rode it seven times in a row. Like we didn't stop. Like we come to the stop, and he's like, "We're like." Thumbs up, and then he just send us off again. That's the worst but, uh, sickness from doing that kind of stuff. And then we went to the water park, which is the worst decision because there's people everywhere, and I was like, I don't feel good. We gotta get out of here. Because you know there were people everywhere. Yeah, and that made you not feel good. Yeah, there's too many kids, and I'm like dizzy. I'm like, all right, I gotta sit down. <laughs> I thought you're like you have anxiety. Oh no, you don't. You don't mind being around a lot of people. No, it's just. That was because you were feeling sick already. Yeah, a lot of yelling. No, and and throwing up at a park or anything like that is really embarrassing. You should I've done that. Never get to you thrown up there. I've you thrown drank, up at a, a football game. That's because you drank too much. No, I got sick. I had like food poisoning. Where where was you? We went to you? the rice. It was a bowl game, and one of our friends was a kicker for rice, and so we got tickets. And it, I forgot, I think it was at a, might have been Reliant. Might have been there. Wow. But I remember getting getting there, and then we were sitting down, and it was probably like at noon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we had uh, breakfast tacos that morning. We all got together. And I was like, I don't feel very good. And I get up, and I'm like walking, and I just feel it happening. And I just <laughs> threw up in a trash can, and the guy looks at me. He's like, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, so you made it. I made it up the walk, but then like I threw it in one of the trash cans. I don't know, it's like, Man, there's no faster way to no. clear a room than you be the one. Well, what I love is like, you want me to get you something to drink? And like, yeah, that'd be great. And then he's like, you have any money? Because they're like ten dollars, <laughs> and I'm sitting here throwing up. I was like, even water's ten dollars. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah. Oh, that's so gross. And I hated that too because I was like, I wanted really wanted to watch the football game. Now I feel like crud. Yeah. Oh. You- Imagine how, how you made everybody yeah. feel around you. You know, because when you hear somebody throw up, you start and then I, And then I threw up again at the mall because we all met at the mall to park our cars. I forgot where it was, but, like, yeah. And then I remember going to the mall, and I'm like, man, I feel good again. I have to find the bathroom. Where's You know, malls' bathrooms are always, like, on Always the op- real yeah, far away, Yeah, yes. I'm like, yeah, that was. And you did you make it? Oh, no. 
I threw up all over in the bathroom, like all on the floor right when you walk in. As you walked in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I felt so bad, I'm and sorry. then I was immediately was like, i got to find somebody to clean this. So I started cleaning it, and then I realized, like, this is disgusting because uh. I don't have a mop or anything. <laughs> so I walk outside, and I went I try to find the information booth, and I'm like, man, it's been 10 minutes trying to find somebody, and people are walking into that bathroom. <laughs> Like right when you like place. right when you open the door, yeah. it's just boom right there. But yeah. And they were were you watching them trying to walk in there? Yeah. Did they turn around and come back out, or did they just go no? Ahead I was trying to find somebody. Step that over it. Call to clean. And no, no. I mean, when the people walked in. Oh, after I told somebody, I did not go back to the scene of the crime. Why would I do that? Isn't that the truth? That's yeah. yeah. You don't want to say, "Ooh, who did that?" That's horrible. Yeah. How gross. Yeah. That's. The worst. The feeling of getting ready to throw up is, is bad enough. But then we, if you go like, I got to I gotta do this. And I don't throw up like like that. Yeah. I throw up. Yeah. Uh, I scream when I throw up. I, I, I keep it. thinking I'm not going to be able to get my breath because I'm the worst thrower-upper there is. So I try everything I can to keep from. I'll go take lemon juice. That settles your stomach a lot or to, to do that. And, um, and then a Coke. To make you, those are the things the only yeah. way to get me through it because I just I cannot throw. Well, that's it. one thing I always wondered on the airplanes, where it was always customary to like the, them to tell you where the barf bag is. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like how often do people throw up on airplanes? Like it must because <laughs> I don't. I've only ridden on an airplane like maybe two times, and that's what I mean. And I'm thinking back in the 50s, like when airplane was like normal air rides or. Like a normalcy in people's lives. Right. It's like those things must have been so shaky and yes. like everyone's throwing up on <laughs> <laughs> And one does it, the other. And well, yeah, I, I always yeah. wondered that because. Well, in, in the, those little bags, you open it up like this and you go, like, how am I going to get. And they're heavy duty. Yeah. How am I going to fit my mouth over and try and get this? And you're just, oh, I could never, I couldn't do that. I just jump out the plane because I, could, I couldn't do that. It would be. I'm just I'm just a really well, now it's a su- smooth sailing for everybody. Everyone's just used to it. I, like uh, Samantha and Christy could go say, "Just a minute, I'll be right back. I gotta throw up," and they get, they announce it, and then they oh. go in, throw up, and then come back in, start yeah. talking about something go. else. But just gotta let it happen. Samantha. I'm ri- no, I'm I'm ridiculous, and I I just feel bad for anybody that's around me. And as loud as I would scream throwing up. Nobody came in there. Nobody came to say, are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> because our house is like the 747 going off because everybody has an app on. You know, they have the rain app and they have the, you know, the wind app on their okay. TVs going to sleep to all that. You've never gone to sleep with a rain app on? No. No? Go to YouTube. Find I all the you. rain apps. But I can't imagine doing that on an airplane, though, because that has to be the most discomforting feeling that little teeny bathroom. Well, because it's like every time I've been on an airplane, everything feels like half an inch too small. Yeah. Okay. Half but it, it, but uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just small enough to where it's like this is uncomfortable, but right. I can maybe get comfortable for five minutes. And so I can't imagine because your whole body is like just heating up. And you're like, I do not feel good. And now I'm going to be stuck in this seat. And they're picking up these people from Las Vegas and yeah. they're out partying and they're so yeah. drunk. And then they get in a fight on the plane, and all that, and they're so I never, surprised. Actually, never, Why are you surprised? Yeah, yeah. You're serving them liquor. They've been liquored up, and now you're yeah. serving them more liquor, and and then they're gonna fight. They're just gonna they're gonna fight, and it's just I'm not wearing a mask because I'm gonna be able to throw up right in the mask. You know, I don't know. I always enjoy it, our talks, Cindy. I always enjoy our talks as well. And it's just, it just goes by, it flies by. Yeah. Just, I, I can't believe it. And um, I'm just going to have to thank Chris Wooten for this, that we're able to sit down and just have a conversation. And people have learned things. There's yeah. things they've Take learned Take your from financial this. advisor out to lunch every once in a while. Invite him to Christmas. Yeah, I, I never thought about doing something like that. I th- thank you for telling me that. Oh, it was, it was interesting. That's No, I think that's really good. And that makes it probably feel like, wow, you mean you appreciate me? Thanks. That's so great because a lot of people don't show that kind of appreciation. Now, I do because I don't take you out to lunch, but I bring you lunch, yeah, I love right? It. And so 
That makes me your favorite host. Yeah, I love it host. when you bring me lunch and then you're like, hey, we talk to me for an hour so you don't eat it. <laughs> oh, and I'll that... be right in front of you the whole time. <laughs> Can you smell? <laughs> Can you smell the onions yeah, coming in? It's gonna be good. Listen, and they and they put it in the oven too. That's what's I bad. I appreciate you. I, I'm 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 sorry. I made it. It's cold now. I'm, I should let you. I'm just giving person. you a hard time, Cindy. I appreciate it. No, well, that's you should. I well, can't. we have a show tomorrow. Yes, we do. It's with uh, Charlie Cash. Everybody that's been around town for a long time and gone to a lot of the old uh, clubs and things like that around town, Houston. Uh, has seen Charlie play. Okay. Charlie's in, he's incredible. And that's how Sam and Charlie got together. He used to work at H&H Music downtown, so a lot of people know that. Oh, that fancy that store? That place. It's not fancy. Oh, oh they well, have violins it was. Stuff, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they that's have fancy. everything down there. Yeah. They have every, but anyway, that was, um, that's, it's Charlie's background, is Houston. Everybody knew him from the music scene. And then, uh, to Terrell Mizell. Terrell Mizell is uh, he's a uh, he's a music pastor at um, one of the churches here in Conroe, and so he sang this song, and I, I I saw the song. Can we play the the Can we play the YouTube video of their song uh, tomorrow? We'll see. Okay. We got to wrap it up, Cindy. Okay. All right. I got to wrap it up. All right. Anyway, so uh, join us tomorrow and meet Charlie. He's great, hilarious. He's so funny. And uh, Terrell, who's an amazing singer. So be with us tomorrow, and we're going to get a little Christmassy tomorrow, okay? All right. Good. Listen, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Wooten Financial Group is our group. We love them. Uh, 936-449-5952. Okay. Listen. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any other representatives.